surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you. Your CSL Plasma donation can help create 24 critical life-saving medicines that can give Grandpa the chance for his heart to swell when he meets his new grandson or give a bride the chance for her heart to skip a beat on her wedding day. Every plasma donation helps more than you know. Do the amazing. Help save lives. Donate today at your local CSL Plasma Center and be rewarded for your time. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin broke it down for his son, and now he serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sold. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. Welcome back to another episode Yes Of the Urban X Podcast We are back We are back We are your host I'm Malcolm Yes I am the Black Dizzle yeah, Sometimes they call me Dotson Not, not really AKA too, Black Didot Not really too fond of the Dotson thing yet I don't, Still it's gonna take me a while Black Dot Cheeky <laughs> You just making up stuff You know what I'm saying yeah. All that good stuff What's good <clears throat> Everything is amazing to the Urban X Nation. We see you out there, Australia, London. Yeah, somebody's from the Down Under. From the Down Under, North Carolina. Everybody in the building, we see you. Uh, uh, Cali. Cali. London was in the building. We see you, man. We appreciate we we appreciate everybody that's you know um, watching right now. Absolutely. Um, How was your week? Another eventful week. Just you know, getting Odyssey. Still acclimated to college. All right, right. It's her third week. This is her third week. Yeah. And now she's starting to relax. She's making friends, okay. and she's got a study group, and she gets to come home for one day. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. So we're going to make a big yeah. thing about it. She says she wants some home-cooked meals. Because <laughs> you know, kids be eating all that bullshit, you yeah. know, out there. <clears throat> so we're going to do it up for that one day. Okay. You know, and then okay. she's back off for the next two weeks. And then she'll be home again. And then she'll be home. And then we're going on vacation to Jamaica. 
Malcolm wasn't invited though, but it's no, okay. No, no, you got to stay here. That's okay. And and feed the pets. And, it's okay. You know, and then you can have some parties or something. I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, get it popping. It's going down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let the fellas know. Yeah, it's going down. You know what I mean? Just make sure you feed the pets and, and give them water. Yeah. And you know, because they and not burn the house down. And oh. not burn the house down because oh. the pets will curse you out. They yeah. like little babies. They be at the front door. And when I open up my morning door, man, I got a cat and a dog. They, you know, they have to be taken well care of. And they don't uh, understand personal space at all. No, they don't. They'll be all up in you. My dog was, my cat will sit on yeah. my chest and then put his ass in my face. I'm like, yo, dude, come on. And then man. the dog get jealous and want to do the same and thing. Then he want to yeah, get man. jealous. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a little, little relationship thing going out here. So peace to the people. Peace to our podcast listeners. Peace to the YouTube viewership. We out here, man. Yes, we out here doing it. Uh, we, we can't thank you enough. Facts. For all the support. For the continued support oh, that we receive. And shout out to <clears throat> the people who've been keeping up today, who've been uh, sending us their questions for the Hulk series. Yes, the Hulk series has got off to a great start. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of questions, people. Yeah, I can't get to every question. Yeah. But send me some more life questions. Like like next week, I, I saw a couple of questions. Yeah. Not dealing with hip hop or this and that. Just dealing with, yo, I'm having issues with my wife or my sons. So I want to get in and delve into some okay. of those questions, uh, you know, because I can give some really good advice on on that kind of stuff. Well, people like to take advantage of, you know, your ears. So if you got to, if you want to talk about anything, they just no, want to ask you about that's it. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I'm just saying the majority of the questions so far yeah. have been, you know, hip hop related or just cultural related yeah. or yeah. current events. And I did take a sneak peek at next week's questions. I saw a few that's going to deal with, you know, issues yeah. that are, are from the home front. And I want to be able to give it all up while I have it. You know what I mean? Okay. So we, we did get off to a great start with, with, with yeah, that. The support has, been, support has been crazy. Yes. All right. So uh, I guess let's get into the first. Let's get into the first thing. Yeah, let's, let's do this. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, it's been announced that they're going. There's going to be a Harriet Tubman uh, biopic, 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 biopic. I don't. I never remember how to say that word. But that's supposed to come out this year, and a, people, a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. Okay. Well, what are the what, what are their feelings? Well, the overall consensus is we're tired of slave movies. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So and how um, these white studios always profit off of just like black trauma, and we keep seeing like the same. Like narrative over and over yeah, again. Yeah, the we, same we characters. Have, yeah, the same characters, and like we have no. It, it seems as if we have like no start prior to slavery. Yes. So a lot of people are tired of that. Um, some people are excited because they always feel like you know it's a chance to learn about. Because um, to be fair, there's a lot of people, there's adults out there who think the Underground Railroad was actually an underground was an actual railroad. Yeah. Facts, and for years I did too as a kid. Yeah. Know, until you do your your research. Here's the thing, and, and I got a lot of flack last year for saying this. I told you to stop teaching your kids about that. Stop teaching your kids about slavery. And people got in their feelings, well, that's our history. Yes, it's a portion of our history, but it is a small portion. And when we start there, we're forcing our children mm -hmm. to automatically deal with trauma. Trauma that they can't escape. It's like instead of your shirt saying... I hope my blackness offends me or offends you. It's like your shirt is saying, I raped you. Mm. I murdered you. I killed you. 
I stole your land. Mm. And we keep seeing these very people who did this to us. Mm -hmm. And they keep saying, this is a reminder. Every movie you see is a reminder. Every article you read is a reminder that we did this to you. And how do we escape that? You know what I mean? So there's a lot of like, there's like a real sector of like uh, black people or people that call themselves woke that kind of get off on this. Like they they love the trauma. They love... The, what's the word they use? Uh, awareness. Like it's like a real. Uh, yeah. We need to be aware. Yeah. And, and aware is one thing, but let's make our children aware of the history that existed yeah. before slavery. Because I keep telling you, white people, when they teach their history, they don't go to the caves and about them being knuckle draggers and you know Yakub having to bring them out of the caves and teach them. No, they go to yo. We went over there. Yeah, we like that land. We took that. We went over there. We conquered. Those are the words they use. Conquer. Yeah. Explore, and we conquered. And I think we're doing our children a disservice. Now there will be those who say, "But we need to know this." Why? If 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 I had a chance to reprogram you mm. mm-hmm. and bypass slavery into your hard drive and just went to the greatness. Of who you are, do you think that will propel you further, mm. or would it bog you down with, oh, look <laughs> at society? I can't get ahead because I was a goddamn slave. So I'm just telling you the mind screw that's going on. I wanted to say mind, but I didn't because I'm trying. I'm you know <laughs> trying to the, that that's going on. Remove your emotions from what I'm talking about and really think about it, right? If a man is as he thinketh, right? right? What's in his mind will determine his destination. And that's some serious talk. So I'm not saying we need to eliminate. Yeah, I'm just saying eliminate it. Just forget it. Act like it never happened. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I know that's very hard to do because, but when they keep putting us on a loop with yeah. these same stories. Same and this lady is a British lady. Yeah, yeah, and people have, people have issues. People got that. an issue with that because. Yeah. She can't even synthesize the true experience of what Harry Tubman was going through. Right. So they're giving you the movie, but they're going to remove the magic that the character who might be able to tap in, not saying that because you're from British, you can't. But this happened on them. From from Britain, Great Britain, London. You know what I mean. Shout out to, you know, our people across the waters. But because this happened on American soil. Right. Right? To me, there needs to be somebody from American soil mm-hmm. who can synthesize and really get in and shape shift into Harriet Tubman and walk the route and understand the path and get on the train. Yeah. It's underground. <laughs> get on the train and ride the train to the underground railroad. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's adults that really, that really think that. So, so the fact that they're using... A uh, you know a British actress. I'm pretty sure she's an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. They put a hack in there. Didn't she marry a white guy? Oh, did she? I don't know who. Did, she might have married a white guy, which makes the story even crazy. I know she married a young guy. Because how can he can't even help her with her role? Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about the real Harry Tubman. Oh, the real Harry Tubman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would start rumors. I thought he was talking about the actress. I'm saying, like, honey, let's get into role play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the slave master. Yo, this, whip your ass. That goes to another conversation. Remember the slave play thing? Yeah. 
that that got picked up on Broadway now. But it was an off Broadway play. Now it's a, a now real it's on Broadway. Broadway. And okay. then like uh, the the uh, creator of the play, he was actually on that show, um, Black Coffee with Mark Lamont Hill, and he was actually trying to. It was the guy. The creator's a black guy, right? Okay. And he was actually trying to like legitimize his reason, his reasoning for creating this play. Okay. And it was like, I wish I could pull up the the, the explanation for you. It was just so roundabout. Like, what yeah. the hell are you even talking about? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he tried, and he was really arguing with people online, trying to make sense. Arguing you down with that bull. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well. With so that, let's play, let's pay close attention to where the narrative goes with this. But I'm like you. I'm tired of all the slave movies. Uh, you know what more can we get from it? But it keeps us on a mental time loop of reoccurring experiences that keep the trauma going, so that white people can always be in the position of power because subconsciously mm. these are your oppressors. And we're gonna constantly remind you through Hollywood. So through, you know the easiest response. The easiest response I can already see the comments. I can already see the emails. Is tell that to Jewish people with their Holocaust movies about not about not teaching their kids about you know something traumatic. Yeah, but in their you past. know, but but they benefit from it because we give them money mm. and we gave them land, mm. and they showed up here with their religion, their culture, their God their money system in place. Mm. So it benefits them to keep reminding you of who they are because there's a financial benefit. Now, if you're telling me every time a slave movie come out, we get money or we have our own land and it benefits us to keep reminding you, I'd be the first one reminding you every podcast, you know what happened to us. (laughs) We was beaten, we was robbed, we was murdered. Pay us. Right, so they have an agenda behind that, mm. and that agenda is to—it's multifaceted to make them put the victim consciousness, so that they always look like victims. Right. So you don't understand the unseen hand that controls everything that's around you, mm. and to usurp money from the United States government because the fifty-first state is Israel, that receives millions and millions and millions of dollars every single year. So their agenda is a little bit different, you know, what they pumping. All right, yeah. And we don't call them Jews. We call them uh, the real estate owners, <laughs> the monopoly players. That was a good one. <laughs> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, you told me this. I didn't even know about this. Well, uh, they said that Ava DuVernay... Is uh, opening to doing an Asada Shakur movie, yeah, doc or movie. But she she says like she's open to doing. That's kind of that would be her passion project. She says yes, yes. And me and you are saying like that might be the one. That, that might be the one that 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 takes it. That that might be poking the bear a yeah. bit too much. Like they let her get away with thirteen. Yeah, Selma. Uh, uh, Selma. Yeah, when they see us. when they see us, but Asada Shakur because she's still. Fresh, she yeah. still beat the system. She's still off the grid. She's still, you know what yeah. I mean, out there. And for you to do a movie of that nature is almost like thumbing your nose up. Yeah, that might be the one that they go now. Slow down, slow down. Or, or <clears throat> it may have the reverse effect. It may be like you know what we forgot her ass. You, you, Trump be like you know what? I just uh, 
you know, Avix yeah. Secures movie. And once and, uh, once they label somebody a cop killer, that yeah. is it. You know I what saw saying? the movie. I'm going after Asada. Forget Iran. Forget uh, Muller and the uh, case. We're going after Asada. Mm. And you, you never know. So it may lead to... But I wish her well. I, I like where Ava is going I, with I, I do too. her brand of movies. Yeah, I do too. It's and so, it's, you can, it's, it's like, like we talked about, it's a little ballsy. It's ballsy. And, and black people, we have a tendency to, we want to see everything wrong with Ava. Right. And not everything right. And that's our problem with, in general. In anything, yeah. In anything we do, we always quick to tell you, let's look and see what's wrong with the situation. And just go, wait a minute. Look at her track record. She put out some good movies. Mm-hmm. Brown Sugar is something uh, I think she does on, uh, I think it's on Oprah's. Uh, oh, okay. You know. I was about to say, she didn't do that movie. But, no, uh, but my wife uh, watches that program. I think it's called Brown Sugar or something sugar. Okay. Sugar foot or something. <laughs> sugar toe okay. or something. Anyway, it's so she's involved with that as well. So let's we, we have to reprogram ourselves to stop seeing everything wrong with our people. Doesn't mean we can't be critical in what we think should be done. Right. But we got to recognize, you know, excellence when we see it. Right. You know, so shout out to Ava. She needs to do a movie on me. I got a lot of things to talk about. I knew you was about to say that. A lot of things. Oh, so uh, this was... I'll tell you about the time me and Ramiko almost robbed these old people at a bingo spot. No, you did not. All right, let, let me give you a, a, a ghetto Cosby story. All right, because I was about to yeah. talk talk about something productive that's, you know. Yeah, well, let's get a ghetto Cosby story let's in here. It. Okay. Time for one. <laughs> All right. We we had a show. We was opening up. This is about 95, 96. We were either opening up for Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth. So I was here already. Me and Marcus were here. Yeah, you, you were here already. Okay, go ahead. Or Karis one. It was at the Broadway Manor. We couldn't remember what I remember it was either Pete Rock and CL Smooth or Karis. And we we didn't have no outfits. So we, we, we think we had the clothing set, but we didn't have no fresh money for Tim's. Mm-hmm. We only had a hundred dollars, and that means either I was gonna get a pair of Tim's <laughs> or he was gonna <laughs> or he was gonna get a pair of Tim's. We both couldn't get a pair of Tim's. So we came up with this plan. We said, listen, let's go play bingo. Now, if you're from the Bronx on Burnside, Burnside Avenue, I knew. Right, right? Right up over the I knew was gonna say that. supermarket, it was a bingo spot. And it's usually filled with old people. It's still there. And it's still there. It's, it's still, still there. It's still a yeah. bingo spot. Yeah. So we said, you know what? We should be able to out-bingo these old people. These old people, we should be, you know, if they say yeah. B2, we should be faster than them. Yeah. And we go and we roll the dice on, like, 20 or 30 of the dollars and we played bingo we underestimated these old people and their bingo game because they had four and five boards out Mm. and they were very very fast and swift and they knew the game of bingo and as time was going on we were losing and then it got down to the big jackpot (laughs) and we said all right well this is the one we're gonna win and we're gonna go get the tims we can go open the show. And we lost. And when we lost, you know, Ramik, <laughs> he was ready to pull. He said, yo, let's just, you know, you know, let's just take the money. I said, nigga, we can't rob all these old bitches in here. He said, who you calling old bitches, son? <laughs> nah, I threw that part in there. I, I just threw that part in See? there for, for effects. But he was ready to pull the blicker and clear out the bingo spot. 
And I had to tell him, no, put the, put the ratchet down. We can't rob these old people. This is, you know, what they do. So we wind up going to a boot place, and they had something called Alpine boots. Now, they looked like Tim's. They weren't Tim's, and they were like 40 apiece. So we wound up getting the Alpine boots. It was dark. Yeah, so okay, in the club yeah, it was dark. They could have got away with that. And Alpine, it was it was a good boot. Unless so we, somebody tell you to lift up your right now. <laughs> if somebody had did that, or we had walked yeah. into the light, it would have been over. So we walked, wound up rocking Alpine boots to open up for Karis One or Pete Rockefeller's more. Jesus. But we did not rob the old ladies, but they almost got it. Because you know Ramik, he, he, he was Jeez. ready to... Everybody get on the floor. Jeez. So, yeah, yeah, that's a, a ghetto Cosby story for the night. Somebody should do a compilation of... of all, all the ghetto Cosby, Cosby stories. stories. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be funny. That'd, that'd be, be funny. funny, yeah. So, um, it was announced this week that uh, Isar Bracky got charged in that um case in Sweden. In Sweden. He, oh, he, so they finally charged him. They finally charged him. Well, so, he faces up to two years, I think, for assault. Aggravated, not aggravated, so I think it's all. And um, a lot of people are like, damn, you know, but I think they, they just had to charge him because it's a law in Sweden. Like, if they hold you and they don't charge you, they have to pay you for all the money you could have lost at work. Oh, okay, so he could have sued them. No, nah, it's not sued. They just owe him the money. So if he makes, if he said, like, yeah, it cost me millions, they would have right. had to pay him millions. So what I think is going to happen is they charged him on the court date is supposed to start Tuesday. Okay, okay. And I think they just gonna I think they're gonna find him guilty, but they give him time served for the time he's already been in there. Oh, okay. Now, and this is the fight that the fan yes. started. And they didn't even charge the fan. They didn't even charge the fan, which is weird. Well because I, the, the, to me it looked like the, the the fan or the dude threw the first punch. And they didn't they said that um that he was the aggressor, but they didn't even charge his bodyguard. They didn't charge the bodyguard. They didn't even charge the bodyguard. So, 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 so this whole case is they, a little. They just trying to. It's kind of like a flex. Like yeah, they just flexed on him. It's trying to because um, you know Trump even said that he was going to help get ASAP Rocky out. He even tweeted and said free Rocky hashtag free Rocky. Wow, yo Trump is gangster. <laughs> Trump free Rocky. Yeah, he even said that. Oh uh, wait a minute, I'm the president. Yeah, he. Was, I should be able to free Rocky. Yeah. So um. Um, apparently he made a call, but they, they kind of just said, like, yeah, we're not listening What's to What's the Sweden, uh, 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 I don't know. accent? I don't want to screw I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't practice, you know, yeah. you know, I was having my no voice. Well, you know, somebody interviewed, um, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. And she said that Trump trying to get ASAP Rocky out is a misuse of power, and she would not be trying to get ASAP Rocky out of jail. Why would I, what was her explanation for that? She said it's a misuse of power. Like you not like you just shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Like just because. Yeah. Well, technically she's right. Technically you have to let the law. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If if you just start intervening in all kind of shit, I mean stuff for no reason, yeah. just because you can, yeah. that is a misuse of power. Yeah. Like you know what? Like Bernie Madoff is now trying to get out. Oh. He he. Oh, he first of shout out to uh, Timmy Cattell. Thank you, Tim, uh, uh, Timmy. Well, could tell. Do, could appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, Malcolm? What's up, King? I'll watch the episodes after. Okay. Oh, appreciate that. Yeah. Um. You know, a Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Is trying to get clemency. I didn't know that. Yeah. Through Trump. Oh. Now check this gangster ish out. Because I'm trying to watch my language. No, you can, so on our lives, you can curse. I can say shit. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, on our lives. Well, goddamn. Here we go. Whatever you want. Here we go. Okay, so yeah. what I'm saying is, is this. What if, because I don't think they ever found the $50 billion. Bernie Madoff ran off with $50 billion. Oh, wow. Billion dollars. Not $50 million, Not Where's the money? What if his whole shit was, all right, I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. Trump was like, Yo, don't worry about it. When I become president or whoever, we get you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now you're home. And we, we, we divvy up that bread. How crazy would that be? That would be. That'd be crazy, yeah. right? So you, stranger things have happened. Now, Trump had called him a piece of trash, you know, when he went in. But Trump does that. Who knows now what Trump is willing to do. But they never found that money. And I don't, I don't, I don't even know how you trick fifty billion dollars. Uh, his his scheme was like really, really intricate. I I, I don't give a shit how uh, intricate the scheme is. Okay, fifty billion dollars to hide. Yeah. Or to, I mean, did he buy fifty billion in art? Like, where's the where's the money? Right. And the money that they did recoup was like a joke. Mm. You know what I mean? So my whole goal is, where's the money? Right. What if the money is in an offshore account right. or whatever, and he's banking that he ain't going to spend 130 years in the joint? <laughs> that somebody going to be like, listen, just tell me where the money I is. Think, I, think his, I think he's still like too well known. Yeah, but our attention span, this is, half your generation don't even know who Bernie Madoff is. It's very true. Right? Very true. He come home, it's like, free Bernie. Who's Bernie? Oh, well. Bernie Sanders? No. He did what? And next thing you know, yeah, because I'd go visit him. Like, yo, look, if I was the president, listen, uh, just let me know with with ten billion of the joint is, yeah. and you know we can get something. Uh, shout out to Four uh, E G Boss. Uh, somebody said, "What do you think about the Chase Cargo Bank being co all that cocaine shipment?" Um, oh, they're not even talking not about even that. Talking about I that, think yeah. we talked about we it. We did. We did. We, we we talked about it last yeah. week or the week before. Week before that, yeah. That's the biggest cocaine bus ever, ever, and ain't nobody. Connecting the dots to uh, Domino's Pizza, <laughs> to Epstein, which you're yeah. going to talk about, yeah. to this cocaine, yeah. to that uh, 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 body part place they found in California. Oh. With heads and penises and arms and legs. I heard about that. Yeah, a, a real chop shop. Yeah. Like, like, what's going on there when you got a bucket of ding-dings? And a bucket of heads. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Now, I understand you need a kidney. You need a uh, liver. I heard about that. You need yeah. a head, son? Son. Yeah. You you need a head. My mother used that's, to say that's like, that shit. If your head, boy, if your head wasn't connected to your body, you'd lose it. Now, not, the niggas need heads. Really? Listen. This is crazy. Listen. Well, they're not even talking about it now. So, that's... Right. Because... Yeah. Again, we, so we somebody had your somebody had to mess up somewhere for them to get caught like that. Two hundred uh, pounds, like, like tons, of, tons of yeah, coke, something crazy. Yayo, man, <laughs> the yayo, the yayo. Nah, man. Somebody something said that was right. in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, it was in Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, with the with the body parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah that's crazy. Thank you for that. that that's some Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, that's ill. That's some Frankenstein shit there. Yeah, yeah. So. That's it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, one of the biggest stories this week um, in the sports world was uh, Adrian Peterson, who's made over a hundred million dollars in his 100 career. Hundred stacks. 
Um, he owes he's like millions of dollars in debt right now. Five point something million dollars in debt. In debt, and um, he blames uh, p- trusting wrong people with his money, bad investments, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just I think it's just I think it's, I still think it's sad, but like damn, bro. it's sad, but it's not as uncommon. No, yeah, yeah as yeah. you think it is. Like, you remember the um the the thirty for thirty broke the, the yes thirty for thirty story called broke. Yeah, and it showed you how easy it is for the athletes to go broke. When you think like hundred million, you think a hundred million, you think of like that's kind of like generations. Yes, it's generational if 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 done right, if and done correctly. right. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying so, but you can blow through one hundred million with an entourage. Yeah, with with a couple of Bentleys, yeah. with a couple of bad deals, niggas. Niggas always want to open a chicken joint. Yo, give me a, a string of chicken joint. Yeah. Shit. Know nothing about business. Got the wrong people with you. No disrespect, a lot of these dudes is bammers. They coming from places where the education, Cause I, football is their key or basketball is their key and they don't understand business. Not their fault. Because Adrian Peterson is actually one of the best running backs I've ever watched. Yes, but, and the fact that he's still playing and trying to make a team yeah, yeah, but, is well, a little shocking. You think... You think it's because it's the competitive nature. Nah, it could be because of finances. Yeah, he's trying to. He he needs that check. He needs that check. You know what I mean? And and that's sad. Uh, you know because again, you make a hundred million dollars. Come on, bro. Yeah. And, and you were running back, so you know it's a it's a small window. He, I think he actually came in the so he came in. He the came in the right time when it was still like a one back. Right, one offense. back offense. You know and you you got the ball 20, 30 times a yeah. game. And you know you was able to make a a living. Yeah. Now they with the analytics they 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 see it's like no, makes no sense to pay a running back. It makes a, no sense. A big you got contract. two three years. I run that rookie contract, and then you can go, and I'll bring in somebody else to run the ball because the analytics games is telling them it's not worth it. It's not worth it. That's why Melvin Gordon is actually trying to hold out on the. Charges. It's a couple of Cowboys running back. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel is trying to hold out, and they like yo, bro. I mean, I can find a running back. I can find a Bama from Bama. First of all, with you Zeke, know. it's like we found you, right? Absolutely. Remember, they had um, what, what's his name? Let's get free, peace. What's his name? They had uh, Demarco Murray. He was running, and then he almost—I think he almost did two thousand yards that season. Yeah, and then he wanted more, and they said no. It's that offensive we line. Have a great offensive line. You, you know what I mean? Else. He got a huge contract in Philly, and he flopped, and he flopped. So that was just you know. Back to the Adrian Peterson yeah. situation. Remember, Kevin Garnett. Oh, 70 M. $77 million. Yeah. To bad investments or his accountant. Yeah. Now, listen, I I I'm listen, you 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 gotta be slow to lose <laughs> $77 million. I'm sorry. Now, if if I'm worth that, if I lose seven million over 15 years and you my accountant, yeah. Par for the course, my nigga. Yeah. I charge that to the game. Yeah. You know, you might have, you know, ciphered a few bucks here and there. Seventy-seven million. That means I put my total trust in you that you were gonna do. You saw, and it. you were just giving me something when I need. Oh, you need a house? Here's a house. Yeah. And we, we I got the money. <laughs> no, no, that ain't. He was like, this, this is like, yeah, yeah. That's for you. <laughs> I, I, I'm holding. Every morning when I wake up, I'm like this. Yeah. Hey, honey, we doing good. Yo, first, you, you know his um, he has to pay his wife like over a hundred thousand a month in spousal support, spousal and child support. Yeah, yeah, that's one point two million a year. Yeah, yeah. God, listen, listen. If these ladies ain't out here playing, God, these damn. these chicks 
are going for home runs. And, 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 it, and it brings us back to the college situation yeah. where I told you all these white girls are going to college catching a beam of light. <laughs> they be waiting at the air station, and I call it the air station because brothers be taking off with their career, and they wait there, and they catch a nigga on the way out, and next thing you know, they rich, and their families is racist, but because your black man is worth 30 million, we accept him. You know what I mean? So that's the way that goes. So brothers got to start staying on top of their game. Yeah. You know, because Adrian Peterson might have to run the next two, three years. Which is crazy. He might. Uh, it's Adrian get, Peterson. Just to get out of debt. Just to get out of debt. And so. to break even, basically. And to break even. And I now think, you got to go home. That nigga might be working in KFC in a year or two. Damn. Hey, this is Adrian, man. Take your order. Damn. Would you like some fries with that? Yeah, yeah. That's the way that shit happens. Well, um, it's 2019, and the fact that uh, he's having, uh, he, he has a lack of financial education is no excuse. It is no excuse. Especially in 2019. Especially with, in 2019. With uh, the information everywhere. You know Absolutely. And with that being said, we're going to pay some bills. Yeah, yeah. So this perfectly segues yeah. into our bills that we're going to pay. And this is the DJ. The money coach. The money coach. Once again, we started this last week. Yeah, and shout out to the people that signed that up. That signed up already. Yeah. We had about 15, 20 people sign up already. We need about 15 or 20 more to get this thing popping. And it's a, listen, it's a great price. It's like, it's, it's $30 right now. Yeah. And it is going to go up to, it's going to go up to. Uh, Sixty dollars. I something. paid ninety nine dollars when I did it. You got I did caught it out there. No, no, I, I, I wanted. No, I, I wanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to like you know experience experience it, it so you can so I can put your stamp on it. Absolutely. So I paid ninety nine dollars. You guys don't have to pay ninety nine dollars right now. Right. So ignorance of finances in this day and time, no bueno at all. Right. So let's run that commercial and we'll come back and we're gonna talk a little bit more about it. Facts. And we're back. And we're back. So uh, I think so for the people that just watched that uh, I think it would be a great opportunity for you guys to you know learn some financial principles and things like that. Yes, and he teaches very very common like so it's gonna remove the veil of the craziness. Get in, get involved. Yeah. It's an investment in your future, and these are discussions I would watch it with the whole family. So you pay your fee, bring your whole family in. Because, uh, you know, opportunities are going to be mm-hmm. presented to us in the near future that haven't been there. Yeah. And if we can't take advantage of those opportunities, That's a fact. it's just that we got to blame ourselves now. So we feel that here at Urban X, we have to at least, you know, bring something to you tangible yeah. that you can walk away with. Uh, also, uh, so you, for the people that don't know, you can sign up in the description below. Yeah, the description. sign up in the description below. Humble introvert, we thank you for your donation. Donation. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, this next story is it's not uh, it's not serious, but I think it's funny. It's not that funny. But okay, funny. yeah, we gotta mix it up. Yeah. Uh, so twenty one, uh, Forever twenty one, was uh, criticized this week for sending out uh, weight loss bars with some of their uh, plus size orders. So they sent out the plus size orders. Yeah. And they said, well, here's a snack. Yeah. <laughs> a healthy one for with your, with your big ass. Is your big ass need a healthy bar? Basically, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I heard through the grapevine 
Well, they tried to clean it up and said we sent out candy bars to everybody. To everybody, yeah. but I'm just saying if you if you order the plus and you get that, you, you're gonna be like, wait, what? Yeah, you're gonna be offended. <laughs> yeah, you're not thinking about the, the skinny bitches get one too. No, you know I, I'm already dealing with some issues. Yeah. And now you're gonna send me a goddamn candy bar? Yeah. That's foul. I, I think I would sue them for that. That's no, that's hilarious. I'd sue. I'd sue. I'd say my fatness is my business. <laughs> you, who are you? Listen, you know, to em- embark on my life. I think it's funny. And tell me I need a snack, a healthy one yeah. at that. No, no. I'm suing. So, um, this week, uh, R. Kelly's uh, crisis manager, the guy who, um, anytime, like, okay, has a new case, he comes out in front of the cameras and yeah, says, yeah. you know, my Black client, guy. yeah, my client is innocent of everything. He's being accused of, stuff like that. He, he ain't do nothing. He stepped down. He had an interview this week. <clears throat> And he he uh they asked him like would you allow your daughters to be alone with him and he said no. Wow, that's it right there. Drop the mic. Yeah, drop the mic. Like he go whoa whoa. I would never have my daughter sit down. Yeah, he was supposed to go. Absolutely, uh, Gail. I trust <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly with my life. Yeah, I leave my children around him. He was at least supposed to say that. By him saying, whoa. So if you watch the interview, he looked like he didn't know what he was. He looked flustered in a way. like Because it's going down now. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. This, this shit is done. Yeah. Right? R. Kelly should have been in jail, but he's a part of that network mm-hmm. that we're going to speak about in a minute. You know what I mean? Y'all keep acting like there ain't no network. It's a good old boy's network that he is... I don't know if it's the black division, <laughs> he, whatever. <laughs> he, a, black division. The, he a part of something... That keeps him free so he can continue, you know, these exploits and, you know, for years and years and years. So, um, you know what I mean? But now the money has run dry. Yeah. The song. Did you know he requested a laptop while he's in prison so he can finish his album? Well, you know, it's crazy. I saw a tweet and said it said they put R. Kelly under jail, but with a studio, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's foul. It is. It is. You know what I mean? I and somebody that. else, there was another meme that said, yo, you don't want the uh, the uh, the talent show six years in a row, and now you hear R. Kelly coming to the prison. You pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> Niggas is like, word, and nigga R. Kelly showing up now. So um, we understand this has run its course. Um and, and, you know, we get a lot of flack when we start making comparisons. Right. We'll look at Kevin Spacey, who just got his charges dropped, dropped right? Yeah. And we're not saying R. Kelly is not guilty and he shouldn't, but it's a blatant uh, a show of, 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 of white privilege when white counterparts, Bill Cosby is in goddamn jail. I, has anybody really processed that? They put Bill Cosby... In prison, he 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 lifting weights. He's still there, yeah. He's still there, like yeah. you know. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, well, you know they just announced that they're gonna they're working on a uh, surviving Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Yeah, series. yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. It'll never hit the light of day. Hmm. It'll never. He is okay. Are, are we doing a piece? Yeah, on yeah him? we could just talk. All about right, we'll, we'll we'll get on him in a minute because that's next level. What he's involved in. Hmm. 
So I doubt very seriously that hits. Well, people, you know, well, people were hype. You know, those, those people, uh, the... That's right, because they did one on R. Kelly. Yeah. They're doing part two on R. Kelly. No way. Yeah. Uh, for what? Case the way is over for R. Kelly. Yeah, cease the way. Absolutely. It's a wrap, but it's been over. It's just we've been waiting for the final nail to drop, and we're watching a process in which the co-conspirators who are involved with the R. Kelly situation have to be at least 30 to 40 people deep. Yeah, they, it has gonna, to be... They're going to bring charges on those It's a too. network. It has to be. They're going to bring charges For you on to too. come to every city and be able to execute in that manner, that's, that's a network. Right. And that means there are people involved who went out to do this for you and turn the other way because they was able to reap some benefits. I want to know who owns his publishing and royalties because as Tasha K said... From unwind, congratulations. She just had a, a baby. Oh, okay. Let's let's Congrats. let's clap that up. I'm not sure if it was a boy or a girl, but it was healthy, seven pounds, something ounces, or you know, so but she mentioned that uh Aaliyah's family owns his publishing. Mm. He you know, because he was illiterate mm. and you know, and when the whole Aaliyah situation broke, they were smart enough because the uncle yeah. set the trap and now he works for free. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he don't own none of his publishing. I would not be surprised if that was the case. And now it's run dry. Who, nobody want to hear those songs no more. Yeah. I'm not talking about the classic songs. Yeah. I grew up on those. Yeah. I'm talking about the new stuff. It's run its course. You know what I mean? You've exerted all you can. You're a fucking pervert. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you have to. You could sing in prison. <laughs> yeah, sing to them niggas. Them niggas like beautiful songs. Yeah, they just so um that goes into the Jeffrey Epstein um thing. Um, they said he was found in his cell, uh, and he looked. It looked as if he uh, tried to attempt suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all bullshit. I'm telling you what it is that they sent somebody in there. This is just me, allegedly. I think, and. Touched his ass a little mm. bit to go, tag nigga, you it. Like, we can get you at any given time if you start speaking and opening your mouth mm. on how many people is down with what we do. Mm. Because a lot of people order dominoes, mm. right? And even Muller, I'm hearing Muller. Mm. Yeah, from the, uh, mm. yes. Okay. I'm hearing the reason he ain't have nothing to say oh. was because he's on the tapes. This is what I'm hearing. This runs deep. This is political. This is... Uh, wait, wait. He had nothing to say about Epstein? He or... had nothing to say about Trump. Because if you if you read the Mueller report, if you go through it, it's a lot of nothing. Like, That's it's a my... lot of... It's a lot of... I'm not saying he did do it, but I'm not going to say he didn't do it. And I'm it. telling you that all of these dudes been over to Epstein's island. Ooh. And his whole process... His whole thing was... He was blackmailing people to begin with. His whole thing was, you know, leverage. When I read his story in the New York Times today, just paraphrasing on how he made his money, all of a sudden he just seemed to be on other people's payroll and they can't get him off their payroll. <laughs> now, how's that happen? That must mean yeah. I caught you yeah. making the pizza yeah. or eating the pizza and now I'm getting percentages off this Percentages off that, mm. and he's a very powerful man in Hollywood. 
So if he starts spilling the beans, so in my humble opinion, they want to make it look like we can make this look like a suicide man. Mm. Quick. You shut your mouth. You do your time. You know what I mean? That's just my humble opinion because a lot of people, you know, they got already got a, a sealed indictment. So, yo, it's a war going on in this country, bro. Like with we, Trump we, against we, we, we no the shots, government. No shots being fired. With no shots being fired. Yeah. This is deep. And y'all need to pay attention because with all the volley and the bullshit going on, we lose sight. I keep telling y'all. Nah, that's fascinating. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Trump is taking a stand, and there's people who are ready to get him out of there, and he's got the military with him, and they're ready to move, and it goes mm. all the way back to the, uh, the the funeral for George H. Bush, the father. Remember, yes. they was handing out the envelopes, and you see the faces on Bill Clinton and Obama. They was handing out the indictments on them people. Go back and watch. I didn't see, I didn't you got to go watch the funeral oh, okay. when they was handing out. So something is going on in this country that's bigger. Okay, we went blue for a second. I hope that's not. Okay, we're back on. So something is going on mm. in this country that's bigger than, you know, but the sex traffic, all of that stuff is connected. Ooh. So the Epstein situation is a little deeper than just he couldn't take it no more and he's trying to kill himself. In my humble opinion. And where he was, he was already in a maximum security section, which meant they just had to tap a, 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 secure, a you know, corrections yeah. officer who's probably a Mason, mm. you know, who's Alliance. Look, bro, clear out. Let us go in here and show them just how deep this can get. So stay tuned because it's going to get crazy. It's going to get real crazy. Wow. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, it's going to get crazy. That's crazy. And I'm speaking in code. But I would never break code. Just, you know, yeah. uh, enough for you to, you know, do your research and get out there and see what's, what, what's, what's cooking. Mm-hmm. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, in world news. World news. Uh, the Puerto Rican, the governor of Puerto Rico, uh, Ricardo uh, Rosilio, uh, he actually announced his resignation. HK... Ainswell, thank you so much. He announced his resignation after like uh, protests. A lot of there was protests in New York City regarding this guy um, because they said he's uh, the government in Puerto Rico is corrupt. Um, it goes back to Hurricane Maria, how long it's taken them to recover to, to get the resources on the ground. He made some very disparaging statements so, <laughs> in his emails. They call so um, he called uh, Ricky Martin. Uh, yeah, they, what do you call him a faggot or something? Yeah, or? he was going off on Ricky Martin, and they called. You know how we call out uh, the, the 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 WikiLeaks and, and with, with Hillary Clinton, they called them the, the Ricky Leaks. Wow, yeah. wow, wow! So um, yeah, he was talking crazy about Ricky Martin. Um, they said that the government there is corrupt. They were actually protest. Puerto Ricans were protesting here, actually, all around yes, the country. Yes, yes. Puerto Ricans are united. Yeah, regarding, they're united regarding yeah. this guy. So um. He announced his resignation, but there's still a sense of like unrested because you just kind of like, what's next? Right, because the, his successor, uh, they they they're gonna oust her as well because she's too connected With to him. To I him. forget her name. Yes, uh, she's too connected to to him. So it's a little bit of unrest out in Puerto Rico right now. So our brothers and sisters stay strong. You know, every it's just a fight everywhere, man. Yeah, it's an up a uphill battle fight against oppression. And and wicked people in in high places, everywhere. 
Uh, the, the woman's name is Wanda Vasquez. Wanda Vasquez. And she's in Longtime Alley, so a lot of people don't trust her. Right, right, absolutely. Like, you know, the apple don't fall too far from the tree. Yes. So he resigns, she comes in, and, 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 and protocol continues. Yeah, I mean, that's... But that's the way it goes. Yeah. That's yeah, politics. Yeah. So, uh, what's next? What are we talking oh, about? Oh, I want to shout out uh, Cambata. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out the Holy Ghost... Two album uh, dropped this week, and the album release party is tomorrow at yeah. an undisclosed location. Well, it will be live streamed, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll be in the building. Yeah, it'll be live. Streamed. We'll be in the building. Uh, it'll be live streamed on Black Magic Three Six Three. Look, bitch. Right, yes. and I think we'll 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 yeah, we're we, we, we gonna live stream yeah, it too. So if you're more comfortable rocking on the YouTube uh, with Urban X, we here, we here. You know, we're gonna be in the building. Can't tell you about. where it's at though. We got the you know exclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's only gonna be uh, 30, 30 people in the building for that. So we in the building. Shout out, uh, brother Rich, Black Magic three six three, Cambada, Holy Ghost two. First album was crazy. First album was crazy. Uh, Shaka Zulu yeah. The first single is crazy And they're not putting out Digital downloads yet Explain They're using this dope. USB port yeah. Right So You purchase a card Which is connected to the USB That you hook into your computer I'm pretty sure he'll break it down yeah. You know what I mean And on that You get more Because they, it's videos Interviews Music And That's gonna be the wave of the future where you really can support an artist again because streaming is not really supporting the artist per se. You're getting the music, but they're not really getting the money. Yeah. So we want to kind of get back to some tangible stuff if we can, but make it worth your while yeah. because that's the only way an artist, an independent artist, can survive. Can survive. Now, I, the, the I, ones who's getting uh, 400 million streams, that's different. Yeah, I remember we interviewed Cambada and Brother Rich here and one of the comments, and this is about the album, we, you know, they were, you know, telling people to go go out and support. And somebody commented like, "Nah, y'all should put that out for free." You know, the the, the universe will pay y'all back. I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah, that's that bullshit. Universe ain't paying no bills. You know, and, and, and like, show them that show them your appreciation for their hard work. And, and and see, that's the problem. Don't tell me if I wrote a book, researched the book paid for the book, had the book shipped here, I should give it away for free because knowledge and the universe, no, it don't work that way. You know what I'm saying? We have to pay for the research that goes into these things. This is hard work. This is creative. This is artistic. This is their body of work. We want to show appreciation for that. And And for those who are looking for everything free, everything should, really? Really? Y'all don't complain about your damn phone not being free. Tell your landlord you should live for free. (laughs) All right? So we got to get out of that mindset, but we need to spend our money wisely for those who deserve it. Absolutely. I have no problem putting my money down for uh, those who deserve it. And uh, I heard, I was was privy to hear about three or four Mm -hmm. dope tracks. It's it's, it's fire. This kid, Cambada. Different. Yeah, he's different. He's different. He just resides... In a whole nother universe. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere else. Like. Somewhere else with what he does. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, so, uh, it was announced that Zion uh, signed a big deal. 75 million. Yeah. To wear a sneaker. Well, with Jordan brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He signed he signed a deal with Jordan brand and apparently I'm because I'm getting I'm getting mixed reports. So at first I heard it was uh seventy five for oh. seven years. And seven. then I heard seventy five for five for years. For five years. Okay. So I'm I'm getting I'm getting mixed reports when it comes to that. But they said it's the richest uh, annual deal deal for a rookie ever. Uh, clap that. Yeah. The question I ask you is if they paying him seventy five, right? How much is Jordan Brand making? Seven, uh, seven million, seven billion, maybe? Yeah, but uh, three hundred and fifty million. I mean, first of all, four hundred million. I thought that um, I personally a half a billion. I personally thought that seventy five for seven years was kind of like like. Well, it's about fifteen million a year. I mean, this is this is all prior to him playing a game, right? So I'm he, he's up. Immediately, but I'm saying like as far as the market value, the market value, and you figure LeBron got ninety million. Yeah, I don't know for how many, maybe ten years or eight years. I don't know. LeBron came out the gate with ninety million, so you figure seventy five is kind of paltry in the sense of it's been twenty yeah. years, and you figure the market. I thought he was gonna get much more than that. I'm I, thought so I, I thought so too. I thought he'd get about a buck fifty coming out the gate. I think no, because I heard he left some money on the table as well. Yeah, to to go with uh, Jordan, Jordan Brand. Which I don't get. But when was the last time Jordan Brand, other than Jordan, put out a sneaker that was a signature shoe that people are wearing? People ain't wearing Westbrooks. Yeah. People ain't wearing Carmelo. I think D Wade had one. Yeah. yeah. Nike put out, you know, yeah. for those who wear sneakers, they put out some shit. Even Adidas is up now. Yeah, Adidas is up. You know, Jay Z gonna try to get Puma up. Yeah, yeah. He, he gonna no, try. No, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. He put out a sneaker that was that was alright. Is it that orange sneaker? I don't know. Was it the orange? It was yeah. alright. But it, it it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. But let's take this all the way back to Korea, uh, where Ming Lee yeah. is making these shoes yeah. twenty hours a day for thirteen cents an hour, and Ming Lee yeah. can't take it no more. <laughs> what about Ming Lee? Yeah. And then Ming Lee says, fuck it! And she jumps. And the net catches her? And the net. Because <laughs> they was losing too many bodies. So now they got the net. Catch Ming Lee. Tell her to take a 20-minute break. Bring your ass back upstairs. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, when we think about $75 million, yeah. how many Ming Lee is going to make these sneakers? How much money... Jordan Brand is gonna make off the sneakers. It's a big business, but you know, from his standpoint, he's just running and jumping. Peace, Aaron Cromarty. We appreciate you. Yes, we appreciate that blessings. So he's just running and jumping. Yeah. You know, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. right now, I'm hoping he has a business acronym to say after this Jordan deal is up. Yeah. And I learned the business. Sort of like LeVar Ball and them should have did. did. I learned the business. I've made 75 from uh, from Jordan, maybe another 75 from the NBA. I now have the resources to open up my own sweatshop in Korea <laughs> with a bunch of Ming Lees and make the Zion ones yeah. and really start 
getting the business acumen going so they can make some money. Yeah. That's that's what I would do. Yeah. If I come out with the black dot ones, I can't afford to manufacture them here. Yeah. As much as I would like to put you niggas to work, I can't do it. Can't do it. I have to. My my, my sociality overseas in college uh, showed us a documentary of like sweatshops in um, I think it was China. And they were making jeans, these really off-brand jeans. Mm-hmm. But how much money the actual like company was making compared to what these workers were making. And then at one point, because um, they were following like they were following like three main women. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, the head of like the the the, the factory said, "Yeah, I'm not paying you out this week, just for no for no reason for at all. no reason at all." Wow. And he was just like, "I'm not paying you out this week," and then had a big protest. And they were just like, "Yo, listen, like." I don't. I don't want to pay out this week. Sheesh. And then they showed like the negotiations between the the guy, um, between the guy who wanted to buy the jeans, mm-hmm. and, like wholesale prices, between and the guy who owned the the sweatshop. And if you've seen the way they were negotiating over damn that pennies, like yeah, actual, yeah. like yo, nah. because the pennies add up. Yeah. When you talk ten thousand yeah. pairs of jeans, that two cent becomes was, something. Was crazy. I was like, yeah, Whoa. yeah. That two cent becomes something. You don't think about it much, but when you start talking about grand, you know, 20,000, 50,000 pairs of pants, that two cent comes in. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was. I thought that yeah. Was and very uh, we would have to go and interview people and, yeah. you know, and it would get, it would get awkward. You know, <laughs> it would get awkward. Yeah. 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 So we're going to another commercial. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. You can't just be pressing the button. You got to wait. Oh, I got to wait? You got to wait. Okay. All right, well, let's go to a commercial so you can get into some of our stuff. You know, we we sell shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are back. Back. So if you're wondering, because we just talked about, it's funny, because we just talked about sweatshops and we're selling shirts. Our shirts are manufactured in the U.S. Our shirts are manufactured here in the U.S. Somebody was complaining that the shirt was thin. I was saying, bro, this is an American-made Yeah. Quality shirt. Mm-hmm. Trust me. And people who order from us, they know. Right. This wasn't, you yeah. know, not that I give a shit <laughs> that they made in America, but they are. Yeah. Because I would have went with the cheaper prices. Nah, but we wanted to give you guys something the quality because our name is behind that. Facts. We I don't want, want you cursing us out. Like, yo, I don't rock with Dot yeah. son. They tried to play us. Nah. So go to shopurbanx.com, you know, show some support. We appreciate the support. We, we appreciate, appreciate that. Okay, so you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, Meek Mill has just announced that he is doing a joint event, a partnership with Rock Nation to start Dream Chase's uh, label. Yo. What? Yeah. So uh, the same day that uh, he he got granted a new case, he's no longer. Now, which one happened first? Is the question. I think. Because I was watching Choke No Joke. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Choke. Yeah. I, I love watching Choke No Joke. I'm going to keep it a buck because his stories are incredible and he got receipts and he be like, if you don't like it, don't watch. Yeah. But his stories <laughs> is there. Talk, he be talking at the camera. Am I lying, Dame? Am I lying? He called niggas <laughs> name. Dame, you, am I lying? <laughs> you was right there, Dame, drinking a soda at 242. <laughs> am I lying, Dame? Yeah. So you know he know his shit. Yeah. Now, he said, you know, that the deal went down first. Yeah. And then the charges was dropped 
because he's insinuating yeah. that Jay and them niggas is the police. <laughs> niggas five old. Yeah, somebody actually, somebody actually just hit me and asked me like, um, do we think that Meek got moved up? Yeah, Meek, Meek, up? Meek, Meek just got raised. Meek just got raised. Because first of all, first of all, if you just seen this as him getting raised, you kind of missing the big picture. He got he escorted got, from jail in right. a helicopter with the uh, Sixers owner, and he's been hanging out with Robert Kraft. With Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. Yeah. Now, 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 listen. I I, I hang out with some weird people <laughs> in my life. If you saw me with the owner of the Patriots and the Sixers, you know some shit is going down. This yeah. shit don't even. Look right optically. Yeah. Right? Certain niggas you right, you go like that shit don't even look right optically. Gave, like, what do Robert, they have in he gave, common? He gave Robert Kraft a dream chaser. He chain. gave him a dream chaser. Robert Kraft gave him a, a, a Patriots Super Bowl ring. You, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. what's going on there? That's weirdo shit. Okay? Like we have nothing in common. You yeah. don't listen to hip hop. You don't know nothing about hip hop. Your kids are even too old to listen to hip hop. So we know. That this is some Illuminati yeah. shit going on. Yeah. Right? And Meek Mill perhaps has been chosen. Right? Right. A Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? Meek means what? Soft. Soft. So he's a soft nigga. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just decoding in thin air. That, that had nothing to do with nothing. But a mill is what? Well, we factor shit. Right? So he's manufacturing soft shit. That's the nigga name mean... Yeah. Manufactures soft shit. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. When you add that into the equation, that shit, that shit is like plaids and stripes. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't got no yeah. kind of connection. Mm-hmm. And now we know his connection to Jay Z yeah. via Rick Ross, right. who Jay Z put on. Remember, Jay Z fired all them classic rappers up at Def Jam: Redman, Method Man, DMX, DMX, yeah. LL Cool J. Public and got rid of all that shit and brought in Rick Ross, Jeezy, and all of this shit. He started bringing in all that gangster shit, right? Changing the narrative, okay? That's what they was running with. Obviously, Rick Ross is connected to Meek Mill. Now, Meek Mill has his own dream chaser deal. Now, we open up the show saying we didn't want to pierce in and find negativity right. with people doing positive things. Right. So we gave the nigga a bomb. Yeah. We might have gave the nigga two bombs. Yeah. I'm going to give the nigga some claps. <laughs> there are exceptions to every rule. Shout out James. Uh, Wait, he, he had the pronunciation in the... In the in Lenevsky? Lenevsky. Shout out. Lesnevsky, yeah. Enjoying Lesnevsky. the show. And somebody else gave us some bread. Appreciate that, too. Uh, Ishmael Reeves, we appreciate it all. Thank you, man. So, now that we gave some bombs yeah, okay. and some claps. Okay. So, we're not hating. You know, yeah. it's, it's a good deal. You know, but what does this mean? Mm. Where does this elevate me now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tighten up your circle before they hurt you. What kind of people is he going to be moving with now? What kind of dudes does he have to let go of? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because once you 
elevate to a certain it, levels. As soon as he got out of prison, like it's like everything has just been moving in the right direction. For him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's kind of like it's a little freaky. A little freaky. How many doors are now opened open up? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he laid down with Robert Kraft uh, and gave him the meek business. Uh, that's nasty. Uh, oh, yeah. No, but I'm saying something freaky had to go down. Something weird is going down. That's all I'm saying. Right? Something ain't right in that situation. But shout out on the surface, Meek Mill. He's got to deal with Gene, Dream Tracers, Jay Z signing everybody. Shit, Demons will sign us. Yeah, goddamn. You, you know what's crazy? Everybody it's, got a deal. We talked about um, on the Hulk series. We talked about um, Jay Z because somebody asked us like if uh, if he's signing all these people he he wants to have problems with. Even he didn't have problems with me, but this this goes into mm-hmm. the other question. Um, they said if he's signing all these people he had problems with as an ulterior motive and things like that. And at first, I mean, what? I thought your answer was fair, like you know. Yeah, I thought I gave a fair answer, like because really, what's beef? Like when I really examined, there was no real beef with any of these individuals, besides a few words here and there. He slept with Nas' baby moms. That was a little foul. That happened. That happened. Yeah. But other than that, no lines were really crossed. Other than I don't like you. You may have threw a bottle at me. This and that. And as men. We can't have it both ways. We can't talk out of both sides of our mouth. We want unity. We want black men to come together to the table to resolve their differences. Mm -hmm. And when he sits down to resolve his differences, we go, that's some bullshit. We can't have it both ways. Either we want issues resolved and we want men to act like men, or we want to keep the drama, keep the beef cooking. You know what I mean? Can't can't really have it both ways. So I'm the type to give you the benefit of the doubt until I see something else to go, oh, that's why you did that. Yes, people thought you was you was getting soft because oh. Jay-Z going to blackball black you off YouTube. He going to blackball me off of YouTube? Yeah, somebody said that. Really? Really? Yeah. Yo, because he going to blackball you too. From where? Yeah. <laughs> From what? You know what I mean? Even if he wanted to sign me to title as our podcast, I would have to tell him under one condition, nigga. That we can continue to talk about you like the bitch nigga you are. And if you agree to that, nigga, we'll yeah. sign. Where's the check? Yeah. Because one thing I can't do, I can't do the phony thing. I can't. I'm already tapered down in our meetings. Malcolm and my wife have tapered me down. We had to. You know, a little bit we because, you know, I was way out there. But I'll do that for them. You know what I mean? Because I understand it's selfish of me to just do me. I have to do us collectively. But I can't go on somebody's platform and start saying, well, you, you know, title is the greatest. And uh, no, no, Jay-Z, Jay-Z's the best. He ain't really do none of that. He ain't really do none of that <laughs> shit. All your videos get wiped off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wipe all my shit clean niggas be like this. Word yeah. dot, word. Nah, nah. So if you agree that I can still talk about you and say the shit I've been saying, then we we got a deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So real quick, um, talking about deals, uh, Drake just signed a deal with, he signed a creative partnership deal with SiriusXM and Pandora. Drake, SiriusXM, Pandora. What kind of deal is this? I think so. I think it's uh, it's a creative partnership deal, whatever that means. But he gets to curate uh, music, sort of sort of like when he had with the Apple deal. Where he had OVO radio and then he had he was exclusive playing his music there. Ah, uh, so so his new artist maybe 
he he'll break them through these yeah, uh, channels. Probably like I'm not sure how I'm not sure the specifics of the deal yet, but that I, I just read that. Okay, so um, let's 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 give this nigga a bomb too. I mean. We just giving out bombs. I don't know, yo. Drake might be the fastest one out of them to hit a billy because Drake be, Drake be moving, man. Uh, you can say what you want to say about Drake. Uh, he be moving. He moving units. He has a formula. Yeah. Yeah, he got a formula going, and I like a lot of his songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I really, really do. Um, I saw Nas on the Drink Champs. Yeah, that was. Eh. Um, let's talk about it. Let's well, talk about well, it. let's talk about it because, um, and you know, our our executive producer will have approximately thirty seven seconds <laughs> to bring up a picture of Nas uh, as we're talking about it. You know, because uh, I'm at least give you thirty seven seconds. Yeah. Um, so I saw it. I thought it was a great interview. I thought Nori kept it PG thirteen. Mm. He kept it down the middle. He didn't really address. Nothing. Anything that I kind of wanted him yeah. to address, I'm with Choke No Joke on this. Like, I want to know the real uh, 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 breakdown of Ether. I want to know what did you think about, you know, Beyonce and Nas and them dropping a, a Jay Z dropping an album on the day your joint drop. I want to know uh, a lot of different things, the mindset behind a few things, uh, but they kept it. Uh, they kept it 100. They kept it up the middle. Uh, Nas is one of my favorite artists. You know, I will say this. Uh, I don't know if it's a Virgo thing or not. He's one of my favorite artists. And uh, I just thought it was a, a, a okay interview. He really could have took advantage of, of, of that situation. Of them being drunk at least. At like, least. I, but I, I feel like because of their past, he didn't want to offend them. Yeah, but, but, but here's the thing. We all know the train wreck is here. We all... Knew it happened. Like if me and you got beef, I can't sit you here and we not talk about it. You know what I mean? We have to at least address it. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? But also remember, um, Mass Appeal has something to do with the interview in the first place. They produced M-Sway, it. Sway, appreciate it. Say it again. Then they produced that. Mass Appeal. Mass Appeal. Title. Title. And Revolt. And Revolt now have a deal with the drink, uh, drink champs. So that's Jay Z, Diddy, and, and Nas. Nas. Yeah. So obviously, you know, uh, uh, you're handcuffed because, you know, again, if Diddy, if Revolt want to sign us, I got to be able to talk shit about Diddy. And if I can't, then you can't sign us. You know what I mean? I want to be able to meet you in the meeting, Diddy, and say, yo, did you really kill? Uh, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> did you really kill someone? I'm just asking. Just asking because I don't want to get on the show. Say that shit. Yeah, yeah. If I can't do that, then yeah. Black Dot can't rock with y'all. Um, we're going to be independent. Uh, you know, but um, I just thought it was a uh, okay interview. Could have been much better. Oh, shout out to our executive producer getting these, getting these pictures. Oh, our yeah, executive she's... producer is doing the damn yeah, she's... thing. She deserves some claps. Shout out to our executive producer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's cooking. So, um, next, we have an Urban Excellence Story of the Week. Urban Excellence Story of the Week. This Urban Excellence Story goes to a man named Marcus Klein. Marcus Klein. He is the founder and director of Freedom Home Academy. Yes. In Chicago. In Chicago. Keep reading. 
Okay, so uh, he's director of the Freedom Home Academy, and then he is the create uh, the creator and publisher of Frontline Magazine. Yes, and uh, that launched. That was a monthly publication that launched in 1994 as a way to empower and inform people of the tools of sabotage and the plot of uh, global mis- misinformation. Yes, um, he is. Um, he opened. A educational program called he co-founded a educational program with his late wife called the Freedom Home Academy in 2007 with an aggressive action-oriented educational program focus. Yes. Now pause right there for I'll a second. Yes. I know Marcus Klein personally. Mm. That's why I chose this story. I used to write for Frontline newspaper, adult paper that came out. He was on the front line. He has ten toes on the ground. The whole time, his school with these children is absolutely amazing. What Marcus Klein does, I'm not even sure can be replicated in terms of his pure love and passion for what it is that he does. It's trying to be replicated, but... It's trying by other people, but they're going about it wrong wrong because they're poking their chest out and making it about them. Marcus always makes this about his children. And every time I click on one of his videos, these kids know about anatomy. These kids know their history. They got on medical coats. They know more about the body than me and you know. These kids go on to college. These, this homeschool program he has is absolutely amazing. And I wanted to shout him out because of all the work that he does and not enough people talk about it and I'm hearing through the grapevine I'll let you continue to read a little bit on his credentials I want to read some of them too um, that he has been challenged now to create an online curriculum for those who can't get to Chicago because he's based out of Chicago he's from Detroit he's based out of Chicago so now he's taking on the challenge from what I understand and now he's going to create um, an online curriculum from 1 to 12 mm. that gets this goddamn thing done. So uh, shout out Marcus Klein. Let me go to... Uh, he also has uh, two preschools. Yes. Established as well. He's, he's, that's, that's fire. No, his, his joint that's is... Fire. It's serious business, and I th- and I think um, uh, this goes to show it, when you just kind of put your head down and, and it's for the kids, then you you gonna win. You gonna yeah. So he is the owner operator of Nick Roma. I, I know I'm butchering that. Klein Nick Roma International Academy, owner and operator of a uh, uh, Heka Holistic Academy. Business owner-operator of School of Literacy, number two, No More Campus. Business owner, Freedom Home Academy International. The list goes on and on and on of what Marcus Klein does. And I'm going to also put his cash app business out there. Because, you know, I I made a donation. I want to continue. It's... Money symbol. <laughs> money symbol. Yeah, whatever. whatever Dollar yeah. sign. Dollar sign. I said money symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom home. So, I 
Listen, if you got $5, $10, if you want to know where your money is going, just pop it in there. You'll see the kids. You'll know that the money is going to work. It ain't going to some mystery escrow account and something else. This money is going to the kids. Look him up. Marcus Klein, K-L-I-N-E. His schools are amazing. What he's doing for the children is amazing. So he's my urban excellence story of the week. Marcus, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. You have our support. And uh, we're going to keep dropping a few dollars in there. Because with him, it don't matter. It could be $5. Just, just drop it in there. You know what I'm saying? And get that going. So again, money sign. <laughs> Freedom home. Right? And um, somebody keeps asking, somebody's asking in the chat, uh, K-I-L, wait, K-L-I-N-E. Yeah, K-L-I-N-E, Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, K-L-I-N-E. You will be blown away. Go to his Facebook page. You will be blown away. And now he's working with his own son, his three-year-old. I think he remarried, like he said, his late wife. Mm -hmm. She might have transitioned. His new wife, beautiful and him and his son, and he got the flashcards out, and he's patient. This is a master teacher, mm. all right? This is a master teacher, so shout out to Marcus Klein and all that you do, brother. We love you over here, and uh, yeah, you, you, you doing the damn thing. You get another bomb. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. So, uh, uh, they were... People in the in the chat just now, they were mentioning um, Nicole Murphy. I don't really want to talk about this. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we have to. No, it, it's it's a little hood. Yeah. So she was caught with a uh, married man. I don't know. I'm not particularly. I'm not too. Dude, Fuqua, the dude who do uh, all of Denzel Washington's movies. He did Training Day. I didn't know that. Okay. He did uh, uh, uh the latest two. By Denzel. The Equalizers? The Equalizers. Oh, okay. No, no, he do, he do major movies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no, he do major movies. And his wife, I, her name, people in the chat will know her name. Uh, it escapes me at the moment. She was bad. Yeah, so she they showed pictures of her now. Yeah, yeah, see, see, internet is rough. No, but apparently she had like two really rough pregnancies. Absolutely. That affected her way, so people were going off. Like, and wow. that's why I said the internet could be brutal. When they don't get into the details, because yeah. when you look at her pictures, you know, yeah, you, when she was young and vibrant and this and that, and then you see Nicole Murphy after five kids, yeah. you know, and, and, and this and that, and Nicole know better than that. Yeah, apparently she did the same thing with Lisa Ray's husband. Yeah, too. yeah, you know, Nicole, she's she has a sense of privilege. If she want you, she'll just come get you, and, you know, it, it, it's, it's not really cool. Okay. You know what I mean? But the internet, you know, you, ain't no secrets. You get caught out there, and then he even slimmed down. It's like uh, he's on a slim fast or something because yeah. he was kind of chubby, you know, maybe living with his wife, snacking and shit. And, you know, because when you reach a certain age, th- this is what I want to tell you. See, when you get up in the 40s and 50s, you just can't shake that shit off the way you used to. That's like, like I used to like sprain my ankle. I could just uh, re- re- retie yeah. my shoe and keep playing ball. Yeah. No, no. Pain is like, look, nigga. Uh, I'm gonna be here for a little while. Uh, her name is uh, Layla Rochin. Yeah, yeah. Whoever uh, that is. Yeah. She she, she was in uh, Waiting to Exhale. Yes, uh, yes. She was in a couple of movies. Yes. And pain and fat, fat uh, uh, also uh, be like, look, nigga, 
You like donuts. I like donuts. Let's 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 work this shit out. When you used to be able to do like your sit ups for like a week, get your stomach back, like that young shit you do. And I'm gonna go to the gym and get right. Listen, I'm trying. Listen. I'm trying to create healthy habits now. No, that's great. But when you when you get like 45, still, 50, still fat, be like nigga, nigga. I like donuts too. Let's just work this shit out. You get a set, I get a set, Mm-mm. and then you know we'll we'll hang out. You know so. And stress. Yeah, okay. When you reach a certain age, stress is like, look, nigga, we just going, we can work it out. Okay. So, you know, bask in that youngness. I'm trying. And his wife, you know, is a reflection of my age. And she can't shake it off the way she might have been able to shake it off when she was young. I saw a picture of you on Facebook. A picture of me. On Facebook that you shared. Yeah. And you look so young. Yeah, I was looking looking skinny and young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had my moments. And then fat said... Hey nigga, let's just work it out, man. Let's just, you know. Yeah. Forget all that old shit y'all talking, nigga. Niggas is eating kale and shit. Fuck kale, nigga. Eat a few donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um Oh yeah, you get that, you get that. I can hit this. You get that. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. Odd future. Yeah, yeah, weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um he did a freestyle on Flex. To I think it came out today. I think it dropped today. Yeah. And he had some like really choice lyrics in there. Flex, okay. Flex didn't know how to really respond to to some. He put Flex. He made Flex Flex. Yeah. He was just like what? So I, I'm gonna play it for you. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Play this. I wanna. This is exclusive. I haven't yeah. heard this guys. My wig ASAP tap on my ribs, switch with him, then I can fuck all the sweet men that I wanna. Actually, I'm gonna heat it up real quick, motherfucker. I'm LeBron. Listen, Flex, we just met, but I know it don't seem like all Kelly wet dreams. I always keep 16s, nigga. Me and Flex looking in the index for buff net niggas just for some hot butt sex. Mm. Wait, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> what made you go with that verse? I don't know. Can we replay it? Yeah, play that again. Uh, I, okay, okay. I heard I heard some weird shit. Yeah. Me and Flex looking in the index for buff net niggas just for some hot butt sex. Mm. Ooh, me and Flex. <laughs> some butt net niggas for some hot butt sex. Wow. And Flex was like, what made you? He was just like, go with that shit, nigga. <laughs> Pause, nigga. Two pauses. And he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Yeah, so, you know what's crazy? So, he made his, he made his, um, his kind of, like, name was saying, like, a lot of, like, wild stuff. Like, yeah, I raped a pregnant woman, called it a threesome. Like, yeah, yeah, but see, say- that shock value shit only takes you so far. Yeah, so, um... So you do you think he's trolling or he's he's uh Well he he kind of alluded to something on his last not the recent album that came out but two albums before ago. that he was kind of both ways kissing white yeah that he was bisexual he kissed white boys before it was cool something like that so um him saying that on <coughs> Flex that kind of I don't know I, so I, how did Flex uh deal with that for the rest of the interview I didn't watch because that would have been weird yeah yeah that would have been like that African dude who was giving interview that gay dude he said up. Uh, do I call you Mr. or Miss? Yeah. He, said, uh, he said, why are you gay? He said, why are you gay? He said, I ain't gay. He said, yes, yes, you, you are gay. 
And it was the funniest shit. Because you know them Africans and shit, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, that must have been very weird. Yeah, I thought that was just like... But that's... Whoa. When you go up on Flex and do that, Flex show is tainted now. Yeah. It's like I didn't wipe my butt now. That shit is crazy. Like, yeah. you gonna just let that fly? You were supposed to say, yo, hold up, hold up. Stop the tape, son. Son, this is funk flex, son. We don't play that 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 spooky yeah, so, that alphabet soup shit up here, so, nigga. If, if flex would have did that, they would have called them homophobic. So he he was he was oh, he was back he into at, a yeah he was back he into was a back corner. into a corner. He was back into a corner on that. Ah, uh, see, that's why we gotta stay at Urban X. Yeah. If he came on Urban X and said that shit, I'd have been like, yo, no. wouldn't saw the footage. I don't like, hold up, hold up, son. <laughs> Even if it was live, I don't like, hold yeah. up, my nigga. Uh, like run them lines back again, my nigga, because. We don't do no alphabet soup here. Yeah. None. So. And then we would have escorted him out of here. Facts. So, yeah, that was crazy. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, take some questions? Oh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to take some questions. Okay, quick commercial break. And then we're going to... So, then get, we'll, everybody get your questions ready. Get your questions ready. We can do a few minutes of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we bounce. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. So, uh, we got some commercials from the people. We got some commercials. I mean, from commercials. The we got some questions. Oh, okay. All right. We doing that now? <laughs> oh, that. Okay. So, um, somebody emailed us this question, but I, I wanted you to answer it here. Somebody wanted to know uh, Bobby Hemmett's influence on you as a teacher. Bobby Hemmett's influence on me as a teacher yes, was great and tremendous. Let me explain to you. He may be the most critical teacher for me because. For years, I suppressed spirituality. Mm. My grandmother, uh, like I said, was into what Bobby was into years ago and would use me as a conduit for certain things. So the spirit realm was not spooky to me ever as a child. You know what I'm saying? I became very comfortable with seeing entities, with doorways opening, with the whole spiritual experience. Then... I got a little older and people made fun of me, so I um I suppressed it. Right. I just said, nah, you know, people keep laughing at me. Maybe they think I'm a weirdo, this and that. Then I heard Bobby Hammond on a cassette tape. Cause I'm I go back to uh 95 is when I came on the scene. And uh Azariah, shout out to Azariah Ben Bay, uh, you know, uh was was on Fordham Road in the Bronx selling cassette tapes and he sold me a cassette tape called the Egyptian Mystery System mm. and it had Bobby Hammett on it and it changed my life because that was the first time I heard somebody talking freely mm. about what I had suppressed. So Bobby gave me an opportunity to let my guard back down and then when I found out he was coming to New York to lecture, I was on the scene, me and wifey is in the building, showed up, we was the first ones there. We spooked Bobby out. We was the first ones there. I think he was looking at us sideways and shit. <laughs> Fuck us up with them and shit. Yeah. That's how excited we was. And the fact that Bobby has always said, along with Phil Valentine, don't follow me anywhere. So these weren't teachers that were looking to be exonerated and have you follow them. Bobby's scholarship is unparalleled. You know what I mean? And the fact that he was cursing and shit and made the shit real comical. Yeah. I mimicked that style. It made me very comfortable in what it is I was doing. So Bobby is always up there uh, for me. Him and Phil Valentine 
on the two pillars for me, and it was Henry D. Bernardo, C. Freeman L., uh, Aline Bay, Hakeem Bay. There's so many others. Jewel Pokorn, there's so many others who I sat at the foot at and had an opportunity to learn from. But those two in particular, Bobby gave me Dark Side mm-hmm. and Phil gave me, you know, that high science, you know, that metaphysical science. And those became the pillars for me to say, how do I synthesize this into hip hop? Because mm-hmm. I was the youngest one in a lot of those classes. Mm-hmm. I birthed the whole hip hop generation of metaphysical people that you see. Talk that talk. All right? Talk that talk. That, that came from me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I wanted to know how, how can I yeah. cook that up so that brothers and sisters who are into hip hop can understand, you know what I mean, what that process was. So yeah, Bobby is, is, is all time exalted for so me. This question comes from, that, that that question just now came from Keith Westbrook out of Philadelphia. Peace, Keith. Um, supported us for three t-shirts. Shout out, so don't forget to, you know, go... Yes, cop these new ones. Cop these new ones. Uh, ShopUrbanX.com or UrbanX.NYC. And yeah, so I'm going to get to some more questions. We got any more questions in the chat? Let's get to them. Let's get to them. So um, this is um, actually on the uh, YouTube channel question. Somebody said, how has gentrification affected the black culture in NYC? Um, like it's affecting it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, these white people are not afraid to move into these communities anymore. Yeah, I'm, There used to be a point where when they saw you, they would cross the street and there was a certain fear. I think they're deploying a different breed of white folk who are ready to be the first ones to be around black people and weather the storm and then tell their boys this is a good place to come. Yeah, and um, I used to be able to... T- Time on the train, like I'm yes. able to get a seat here. I'm gonna get a seat nah. at 86th Street because they gonna get off. No. Now they riding all the way all up the way now. And then if you live in ha- like, um, my mom moved to Harlem in what year was that? Oh six, oh six, or five oh six, and Eighth Avenue and One Fifteen. That looked completely different, but the way it looks now, and it happened like literally under our noses. Absolutely, like Absolutely. it was a building here, it was a building there. Like next it thing was, you know. It's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, and it priced a lot of people out. Um, and because, remember, the rent is too high in Manhattan now. Right. So now that before it used to be that we, we're going to stay here, now they're willing to branch out just further and further. And what happens in the community, though, the community gets cleaned up, yeah. but the prices go up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't mind living in a neighborhood that's mixed, meaning... Okay, black people here, white people here, everybody working. Okay, cool. When it becomes to the point where you can't afford to live there, you're getting priced out and they're moving you further and further to the Bronx now. And now the Bronx has got white folks. Yeah, it's, they call it the Piano District. The Piano District. Yeah, South Bronx. They call it South the, Bronx. Yeah. Right? So you got to be some bold-ass white folks yeah. to be like, yo, I'm coming to the Bronx. Up yeah. in the Bronx when the people are yeah. fresh. So they, they're pushing people towards uh, like Yonkers, Westchester. They're pushing, they're pushing yeah. black people further and further away. And the vibration changes. the end. Because my man was telling me uh, in Washington Heights, they got white people complaining about the Dominicans playing dominoes. Yo, first of all, in Dykeman, they got like the, like the tax force or something. They closed down a bunch of the spots in Dykeman. 
for a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you could tell, like, and you that's, can tell what that's about. That's like the first step. That's to the clean first step. Stuff. They they closed down Sin City in the Bronx, the strip club, because wow. they would put a whole new building. A there. whole building there. You know See what I'm saying? saying? And how you gonna tell Dominicans? This is a part of their culture. Yeah. They play their music. They sit on the out in front. They play their dominoes. That's the culture. Right. And now you're gonna say it's too noisy down there. No, you need to leave. You see what I'm saying? You can't come into somebody's neighborhood and, and start dictating, but that's white privilege for you. So, yeah, it's happening in New York like it's happening all over the place. And you got to kind of stand your ground. Any more questions, people? Questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was the Don B. Yeah. Okay. Shout okay. Out Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Somebody said, Dad, are you related to Chill of uh, Groove B Chill? No. <laughs> Somebody asked that before. That's probably the same Groove person. B Chill. I don't even know who that is. I, Groove B Chill? No. Did you see the. Um, My brother Chill, but I, he ain't never called himself Groove B Chill. Yeah. Did you um, see the double the, the XL freshman ciphers? No. Oh, I saw the baby. Yeah, he snapped. He snapped. He snapped on that. People were saying it's, uh, it was uh, recycled. But they filmed those freestyles in April, and that's when because he he did another he did a, a YouTube video of him spitting that. Oh, okay, okay. So, but it, it was it, that came around around the same time as well. So, oh, okay, you know okay. So I'm not sure if he uh, recycled that or he just used it for that video. Oh, okay, okay. But he snapped on that. Um, YBN Corday he snapped. Uh, Meg The Stallion she snapped. The rest of them are trash. Okay, I'm not surprised. Yeah, the rest of them I'm not dirty. surprised. That's what the future is. Of the culture, you know, it's not very lyrical based anymore. Yeah, it's not clever, you know. Oh, so somebody said, uh, "What do you think of Vic Mensa in the in Confederate flag dress in his new video?" I just, I did not see that yet. Yeah, I just, just came across that. Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa. Remember, he was the one that was on. Let Everyday me see if Street. my executive producer can pull up. Yeah, he was Vic the, Mensa. He was the one that was on Everyday Struggle. He got at um, academics. Right, right, right. I know who he is. Yeah. I know who he is. Yeah, he was. But now he's wearing a Confederate flag dress. Confederate yes, flag dress. I'm about to show what's you. What's right his? Now. What's his? Who what's knows, his spiel for this? Who, who knows, man? Is this trolling? Nah, he probably because he, he he's one of those. He thinks he's smarter than he is. Okay, so he's outsmarting himself. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's really out there. Blonde wig. Hopefully, our uh, executive producer can pull it up so the people can see it. Yeah, with the Confederate flag, Vensa. Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa. In the meantime, um, someone asks, are the Clintons going down? Yeah, they're all going down. Clinton is going down. The Obamas are going down. Uh, the Bushes are going down. It's over 100 sealed indictments. Yeah. A lot of people are going to Guantanamo Bay. These facts, these fuckers is going down. So uh, somebody asked, "This is Pudge B sixteen. Would y'all? Oh, see, yeah, that's Vic Mensa right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody asked, uh, "Would uh, one day would you get Doggy Diamonds on your platform for some good talk?" I'll tell you a story. Tell him a story. So uh, this was like 2017, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the 20, beginning. This is 2017 when we first started our YouTube channel. Uh, we had uh, Doggy Diamonds up here. Yes, he came all the way. He came all the way up here. To the BX. Yeah. Facts. Had a, you, you and Doggy Diamonds, my pops and Doggy Diamonds had a great talk for like two Amazing and a half hours. two and a half hour conversation. Just about everything, like just everything. And, and I felt he kind of 
uh, let his guard down a little for, bit. You know what's crazy? Because at first he was saying, like, you kept saying, like, nah, I'm going to get you to talk. But he was like, nah, 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 we'll see. And then towards the middle of it, he just started giving it up, yo. He yeah, just, yeah. His past, his past in hip-hop, everything. Yeah. And I was really excited. Yes. Really excited. I was like, yeah, this is going to be crazy when we drop it. I go to edit. And the sound is distorted. Distorted. Couldn't that was our it. first time using that little portable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Long story short, we should have used the, the boom mic. And we wanted it to be so dope. Yeah. So we, we pulled out our expensive Zoom 6 something something. Yep. And all the sound was distorted. We couldn't use couldn't it. Couldn't use it. So we just haven't had an opportunity because he's got other ventures yeah. and we've been doing our thing. Shout out to Doggy Diamond. But we kind of need to recreate that. Oh, man. And bring the guard back up. Yeah, if y'all understood how hurt I was. Y'all. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And then I was, this was when I was still working at my job. So I was behind my desk like sick. Yeah, we blew that one. We blew that one. We learned. Yeah, we definitely learned. We learned. We definitely learned. We learned. Because like, I knew that was going to be like a, a great one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we blew that. I want to talk about the Nas album, just in case anybody's asking. Oh, the Lost Tapes 2. Lost Tapes 2. Uh, yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. No, uh, uh, here's the thing. It was okay. It was okay. When I think about the Lost Tapes, these are songs that didn't make the album. So I'm always looking for what was the creative mindset right. behind this song? The Algy Road joint, I already told you I like. He got about five or six joints I can deal with. Well, well he, said on the, he said on Drink Champs that it was from 07 to like right, now. Right, right. So understand a lot of his dated. He said the next joint yeah, he said is going to be with, with, with features. Uh, features. Yeah. So that ought to be dope. Nas and this one. Nas and that one. So this one didn't really resonate too hard with me. He had a joint with, with Prodigy on it. I thought it was dope. Uh, you know, breaking right. down what happened with him in Queensbridge. He had a couple of joints that stood out, but it wasn't nothing that really... But, again, I wasn't expecting anything other than raw Nas, mm. uh, distorted Nas. Mm. Like, what was he thinking on that joint? Right. Why didn't that joint make the album? So if you're just into the art form, you will appreciate it. So I will drop a bomb on that. You will appreciate it. But it ain't it ain't gonna be hard body. It's because these are the misses. Right. These are the misses. Right. Basically, yeah. These are the ones we go. Ah, I'm gonna put out my lost tapes one day. Oh, okay. I got some joints okay. from 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 ninety. I got some joints from eighty two. Uh, routines. I, I don't know if anybody's wondering, but Rick Ross got a joint with Drake dropping tomorrow. Rick. Ross and Drake to not an album a no, single yeah, it's a single yeah it's coming from uh Port of Miami 2 Port of Miami 2 that's yeah. tomorrow yeah okay we gonna lay for that Wait, cause no, their no. chemistry is dope yeah yeah always always their chemistry is tight they don't miss and Ross and Jay don't miss yeah 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 they don't miss they don't miss together yeah it's yeah, crazy. yeah so that's gonna be if he if he keeps to the formula then then then, then Ross should, should pop off yeah he should pop off um, any more questions? Any more questions? Because it's time to get out of here. Somebody asked again, "What are you gonna be? What do you think is gonna be the outcome for the ASAP Rocky thing?" I think um they're gonna try. He's gonna. I think he's gonna plead guilty actually, and they're gonna give him time served. Yeah, yeah, home. I can see that because it's time for him to come yeah, home. He's gonna be home. He's been out there too long. And again, I didn't look too much into. Uh, 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 what he said before about black people. I think we put too much pressure on these young artists who are not in tune 
with what's really going on. They live in a bubble. Yeah. And that's this whole generation. Somebody asked him something, and I don't think he was prepared to truly answer. So he gave the black nigga answer, which most in the you know inner city kids who can't read give you. Fuck you. You against me. Uh, the white man's devil. No, I just asked you to read this paragraph, <laughs> nigga. And you went into a spiel on something else. So I do think he can technically read, yeah. you know, not like CJ Run, but I think, you know, when you ask these artists, because this ain't KRS, this ain't Chuck D, this ain't yeah. Kumo D, this ain't Nas, this ain't intelligent artists from generations past yeah. who can really articulate what's going on. These are young people who are just trying to get their money, and now we're trying to crucify him for some statements he made prior and say that that's why the reason he's in jail now. I'm not going to take it that far. He's a weirdo, though. Yeah. All right. He wears dresses. He wears dresses, but uh, so is, uh, you know, the nigga who just told uh, Flex we can bump oh, yeah, on niggas' necks and shit. Yeah. And, and bump guts and shit. So, with that being said, we out of here. Yeah, with that being said, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe. Yes. Um, Check us out on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, And get your questions ready for Hulk 3. Hulk 3. We had a lot of questions, so if we can't get to you, we apologize. We try to get to everybody's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we try to pick the most interesting questions I can. And we don't want to, and that's another thing, we don't want these those Hulk series videos to be longer than... No, we don't want them to be two, three hours getting drawn out. They really should be 20, 22 minutes. We're aiming for 25 to... Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, if I can answer 10, 12 questions in that time, I will. Uh, don't forget to visit shopurbanx.nyc. Yeah, shopurbanx.com or urbanx.nyc to pick you up some urbanx merch. Yes. Uh, what else? Oh, we got some. We're gonna have some announcements in a couple weeks coming up. I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We got some stuff coming up in a couple weeks. Okay. And with that being said, all right, we're gonna let that thing go. Peace. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant.
The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.